Scripture quotations taken from the NASB. Copyright the Lachman Foundation. Welcome to Day 1 of Week 29 of the Daily Bible Reading. Today we're reading 1 Kings chapters 19 through 21, 2 Chronicles 17, Psalm 129, and we're beginning Matthew with chapter 1. Before we begin, let's say a prayer. Our Holy Father, we're grateful that we can read again this week. We're so thankful for the gospel of your Son and what you have done through him, that you sent him into this world, the example that he set, and especially the death that he died, and the resurrection that you gave him. We pray, Father, that we would live by faith. We know, Father, that there are times we can get depressed, but as long as we are serving you in faith, we know that we are never failures because you never fail. We thank you, Father, for your faithfulness. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's begin the reading in 1 Kings chapter 19. Now Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah, saying, May the gods do to me, and even more, if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And he was afraid, and arose and ran for his life, and came to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, and came and sat down under a juniper tree. And he requested for himself that he might die, and said, It is enough. Now, O Lord, take my life, for I am not better than my father's. He lay down and slept under a juniper tree, and behold, there was an angel touching him, and he said to him, Arise, eat. Then he looked, and behold, there was at his head a bread cake baked on hot stones, and a jar of water. So he ate and drank, and lay down again. The angel of the Lord came again a second time, and touched him, and said, Arise, eat, because the journey is too great for you. So he arose, and ate and drank, and went in the strength of that food, forty days and forty nights, to Horeb, the mountain of God. Then he came there to a cave, and lodged there. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, and he said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? He said, I have been very zealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, for the sons of Israel have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. And I alone am left, and they seek my life to take it away. So he said, Go forth and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord was passing by, and a great and strong wind was rending the mountains and breaking in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a sound of a gentle blowing. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. And behold, a voice came to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? Then he said, I have been very zealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, for the sons of Israel have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. And I alone am left, and they seek my life to take it away. The Lord said to him, Go, return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus, 
And when you have arrived, you shall anoint Haziel king over Aram, and Jehu the son of Nimshi you shall anoint king over Israel, and Elisha the son of Shaphat of Abel-Meholah you shall anoint as prophet in your place. It shall come about, the one who escapes from the sword of Haziel, Jehu shall put to death. And the one who escapes from the sword of Jehu, Elisha shall put to death. Yet I will leave seven thousand in Israel, all the knees that have not bowed to Baal, and every mouth that has not kissed him. So he departed from there and found Elisha the son of Shaphat, while he was plowing with twelve pairs of oxen before him, and he with the twelfth. And Elijah passed over to him and threw his mantle on him. He left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, Please let me kiss my father and my mother, then I will follow you. And he said to him, Go back again, for what have I done to you? So he returned from following him, and took the pair of oxen, and sacrificed them, and boiled their flesh with the implements of the oxen, and gave it to the people, and they ate. Then he arose, and followed Elijah, and ministered to him. Chapter 20 Now Ben-Hadad king of Aram gathered all his army, and there were thirty-two kings with him, and horses and chariots. And he went up and besieged Samaria and fought against it. Then he sent messengers to the city of Ahab king of Israel and said to him, Thus says Ben-Hadad, Your silver and your gold are mine, your most beautiful wives and children are also mine. The king of Israel replied, It is according to your word, my lord, O king. I am yours and all that I have. Then the messengers returned and said, Thus says Ben-Hadad, Surely I sent to you, saying, You shall give me your silver and your gold and your wives and your children, but about this time tomorrow I will send my servants to you, and they will search your house and the houses of your servants, and whatever is desirable in your eyes they will take in their hand and carry away. Then the king of Israel called all the elders of the land and said, Please observe and see how this man is looking for trouble. For he sent to me for my wives and my children and my silver and my gold, and I did not refuse him. All the elders and all the people said to him, Do not listen or consent. So he said to the messengers of Ben-Hadad, Tell my lord the king, All that you sent for to your servant at the first I will do, but this thing I cannot do. And the messengers departed and brought him word again. Ben-Hadad sent to him and said, May the gods do so to me, and more also, if the dust of Samaria will suffice for handfuls for all the people who follow me. Then the king of Israel replied, Tell him, Let not him who girds on his armor boast like him who takes it off. When Ben-Hadad heard this message, as he was drinking with the kings in the temporary shelters, he said to his servants, Station yourselves. So they stationed themselves against the city. Now behold, a prophet approached Ahab king of Israel and said, Thus says the Lord, Have you seen all this great multitude? Behold, I will deliver them into your hand today, and you shall know that I am the Lord. Ahab said, By whom? So he said, Thus says the Lord, By the young men of the rulers of the provinces. Then he said, Who shall begin the battle? And he answered, You. Then he mustered the young men of the rulers of the provinces, and there were two hundred thirty-two. And after them he mustered all the people, even all the sons of Israel, seven thousand. They went out at noon, while Ben-Hadad was drinking himself drunk in the temporary shelters with the thirty-two kings who helped him. The young men of the rulers of the provinces went out first, and Ben-Hadad sent out, and they told him, saying, Men have come out from Samaria. Then he said, 
If they have come out for peace, take them alive. Or if they have come out for war, take them alive. So these went out from the city, the young men of the rulers of the provinces and the army which followed them. They killed each his man, and the Arameans fled, and Israel pursued them, and Ben-Hadad king of Aram escaped on a horse with horsemen. The king of Israel went out and struck the horses and chariots, and killed the Arameans with a great slaughter. Then the prophet came near to the king of Israel and said to him, Go strengthen yourself and observe and see what you have to do, for at the turn of the year the king of Aram will come up against you. Now the servants of the king of Aram said to him, Their gods are gods of the mountains, therefore they were stronger than we, but rather let us fight against them in the plain, and surely we will be stronger than they. Do this thing, remove the kings each from his place, and put captains in their place, and muster an army like the army that you have lost, horse for horse and chariot for chariot. Then we will fight against them in the plain, and surely we will be stronger than they. And he listened to their voice and did so. At the turn of the year, Ben-Hadad mustered the Arameans and went up to Aphek to fight against Israel. The sons of Israel were mustered and were provisioned and went to meet them. And the sons of Israel camped before them like two little flocks of goats, but the Arameans filled the country. Then a man of God came near and spoke to the king of Israel and said, Thus says the Lord, Because the Arameans have said, The Lord is a God of the mountains, but he is not a God of the valleys. Therefore I will give all this great multitude into your hand, and you shall know that I am the Lord. So they camped one over against the other seven days. And on the seventh day the battle was joined, and the sons of Israel killed the Arameans a hundred thousand foot soldiers in one day. But the rest fled to Aphek into the city, and the wall fell on twenty-seven thousand men who were left. And Ben-Hadad fled and came into the city into an inner chamber. His servant said to him, Behold now, we have heard that the kings of the house of Israel are merciful kings. Please let us put sackcloth on our loins and ropes on our heads, and go out to the king of Israel. Perhaps he will save your life. So they girded sackcloth on their loins, and put ropes on their heads, and came to the king of Israel, and said, Your servant Ben-Hadad says, Please let me live. And he said, Is he still alive? He is my brother. Now the men took this as an omen, and quickly catching his word, said, Your brother Ben-Hadad. Then he said, Go, bring him. Then Ben-Hadad came out to him, and he took him up into the chariot. Ben-Hadad said to him, The cities which my father took from your father I will restore, and you shall make streets for yourself in Damascus, as my father made in Samaria. Ahab said, And I will let you go with this covenant. So he made a covenant with him and let him go. Now a certain man of the sons of the prophets said to another by the word of the Lord, Please strike me. But the man refused to strike him. Then he said, Because you have not listened to the voice of the Lord, behold, as soon as you have departed from me, a lion will kill you. And as soon as he had departed from him, a lion found him and killed him. Then he found another man and said, Please strike me. And the man struck him, wounding him. So the prophet departed and waited for the king by the way, and disguised himself with a bandage over his eyes. As the king passed by, he cried to the king and said, Your servant went out into the midst of the battle, and behold, a man turned aside and brought a man to me and said, Guard this man. If for any reason he is missing, then your life shall be for his life, or else you shall pay a talent of silver. 
While your servant was busy here and there, he was gone. And the king of Israel said to him, So shall your judgment be. You yourself have decided it. Then he hastily took the bandage away from his eyes, and the king of Israel recognized him that he was of the prophets. He said to him, Thus says the Lord, Because you have let go out of your hand the man whom I had devoted to destruction, therefore your life shall go for his life, and your people for his people. So the king of Israel went to his house, sullen and vexed, and came to Samaria. Chapter 21 Now it came about after these things that Naboth the Jezreelite had a vineyard which was in Jezreel beside the palace of Ahab king of Samaria. Ahab spoke to Naboth, saying, Give me your vineyard, that I may have it for a vegetable garden, because it is close beside my house, and I will give you a better vineyard than it in its place. If you like, I will give you the price of it in money. But Naboth said to Ahab, The Lord forbid me that I should give you the inheritance of my fathers. So Ahab came into his house, sullen and vexed, because of the word which Naboth the Jezreelite had spoken to him. For he said, I will not give you the inheritance of my fathers. And he lay down on his bed, and turned away his face, and ate no food. But Jezebel his wife came to him, and said to him, How is it that your spirit is so sullen that you are not eating food? So he said to her, Because I spoke to Naboth the Jezreelite, and said to him, Give me your vineyard for money, or else, if it pleases you, I will give you a vineyard in its place. But he said, I will not give you my vineyard. Jezebel his wife said to him, Do you now reign over Israel? Arise, eat bread, and let your heart be joyful. I will give you the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite. So she wrote letters in Ahab's name, and sealed them with his seal, and sent the letters to the elders and to the nobles who were living with Naboth in his city. Now she wrote in the letters, saying, Proclaim a fast, and seat Naboth at the head of the people, and seat two worthless men before him, and let them testify against him, saying, You cursed God and the king. Then take him out and stone him to death. So the men of his city, the elders and the nobles who lived in his city, did as Jezebel had sent word to them, just as it was written in the letters which she had sent them. They proclaimed a fast and seated Naboth at the head of the people. Then the two worthless men came in and sat before him, and the worthless men testified against him, even against Naboth, before the people, saying, Naboth cursed God and the king. So they took him outside the city and stoned him to death with stones. Then they sent word to Jezebel, saying, Naboth has been stoned and is dead. When Jezebel heard that Naboth had been stoned and was dead, Jezebel said to Ahab, Arise, take possession of the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite, which he refused to give you for money, for Naboth is not alive, but dead. When Ahab heard that Naboth was dead, Ahab arose to go down to the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite to take possession of it. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, Arise, go down to meet Ahab king of Israel, who is in Samaria. Behold, he is in the vineyard of Naboth, where he has gone down to take possession of it. You shall speak to him, saying, Thus says the Lord, Have you murdered and also taken possession? And you shall speak to him, saying, Thus says the Lord, In the place where the dogs licked up the blood of Naboth, the dogs will lick up your blood, even yours. Ahab said to Elijah, Have you found me, O my enemy? And he answered, 
I have found you, because you have sold yourself to do evil in the sight of the Lord. Behold, I will bring evil upon you, and will utterly sweep you away, and will cut off from Ahab every male, both bond and free in Israel, and I will make your house like the house of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, and like the house of Basha the son of Ahijah, because of the provocation with which you have provoked me to anger, and because you have made Israel sin. Of Jezebel also has the Lord spoken, saying, The dogs will eat Jezebel in the district of Jezreel. The one belonging to Ahab who dies in the city, the dogs will eat, and the one who dies in the field, the birds of heaven will eat. Surely there was no one like Ahab who sold himself to do evil in the sight of the Lord, because Jezebel his wife incited him. He acted very abominably in following idols according to all that the Amorites had done, whom the Lord cast out before the sons of Israel. It came about when Ahab heard these words, that he tore his clothes, and put on sackcloth, and fasted, and he lay in sackcloth, and went about despondently. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, Do you see how Ahab has humbled himself before me? Because he has humbled himself before me, I will not bring the evil in his days, but I will bring the evil upon his house in his son's days. Now let's read Second Chronicles chapter 17. Jehoshaphat his son then became king in his place, and made his position over Israel firm. He placed troops in all the fortified cities of Judah, and set garrisons in the land of Judah and in the cities of Ephraim, which Asa his father had captured. The Lord was with Jehoshaphat, because he followed the example of his father David's earlier days, and did not seek the Baals, but sought the God of his father, followed his commandments, and did not act as Israel did. So the Lord established the kingdom in his control, and all Judah brought tribute to Jehoshaphat, and he had great riches and honor. He took pride in the ways of the Lord, and again removed the high places and the Asherim from Judah. Then in the third year of his reign he sent his officials, Ben-Hael, Obadiah, Zechariah, Nethanel, and Micaiah, to teach in the cities of Judah, and with them the Levites, Shemaiah, Nethaniah, Zebediah, Asahel, Shemiramoth, Jehonathan, Adonijah, Tobijah, and Tobadonijah, the Levites, and with them Elishema and Jehoram the priests. They taught in Judah, having the book of the law of the Lord with them, and they went throughout all the cities of Judah and taught among the people. Now the dread of the Lord was on all the kingdoms of the lands which were around Judah, so that they did not make war against Jehoshaphat. Some of the Philistines brought gifts of silver as tribute to Jehoshaphat, the Arabians also brought him flocks, 7,700 rams and 7,700 male goats. So Jehoshaphat grew greater and greater, and he built fortresses and store cities in Judah. He had large supplies in the cities of Judah and warriors, valiant men in Jerusalem. This was their muster according to their father's households. Of Judah, commanders of thousands. Adna was the commander, and with him, 300,000 valiant warriors. And next to him was Johanan the commander, and with him 280,000. And next to him, Amasiah the son of Zikri, who volunteered for the Lord, and with him 200,000 valiant warriors. And of Benjamin, Eliada a valiant warrior, and with him 200,000 armed with bow and shield. And next to him, Jehazabad, and with him 180,000 equipped for war. These are they who served the king, apart from those whom the king put in the fortified cities through all Judah.
Now let's read Psalm 129, a song of ascents. Many times they have persecuted me from my youth up. Let Israel now say, Many times they have persecuted me from my youth up, yet they have not prevailed against me. The plowers plowed upon my back, they lengthened their furrows. The Lord is righteous, he has cut into the cords of the wicked. May all who hate Zion be put to shame and turned backward. Let them be like grass upon the housetops, which withers before it grows up, with which the reaper does not fill his hand, or the binder of the sheaves his bosom, nor do those who pass by say, The blessing of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. Now let's read Matthew chapter 1. The record of the genealogy of Jesus, the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah was the father of Perez and Zerah by Tamar. Perez was the father of Hezron, and Hezron the father of Ram. Ram was the father of Amminadab, Amminadab the father of Nashon, and Nashon the father of Salmon. Salmon was the father of Boaz by Rahab, Boaz was the father of Obed by Ruth, and Obed the father of Jesse. Jesse was the father of David the king. David was the father of Solomon by Bathsheba, who had been the wife of Uriah. Solomon was the father of Rehoboam, Rehoboam the father of Abijah, and Abijah the father of Asa. Asa was the father of Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat the father of Joram, and Joram the father of Uzziah. Uzziah was the father of Jotham, Jotham the father of Ahaz, and Ahaz the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah was the father of Manasseh, Manasseh the father of Ammon, and Ammon the father of Josiah. Josiah became the father of Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the deportation to Babylon. After the deportation to Babylon, Jeconiah became the father of Shealtiel, and Shealtiel the father of Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel was the father of Abihud, Abihud the father of Eliakim, and Eliakim the father of Azor. Azor was the father of Zadok, Zadok the father of Achim, and Achim the father of Eliad. Eliad was the father of Eliezer, Eliezer the father of Mathan, and Mathan the father of Jacob. Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, by whom Jesus was born, who is called the Messiah. So all the generations from Abraham to David are fourteen generations, from David to the deportation to Babylon fourteen generations, and from the deportation to Babylon to the Messiah fourteen generations. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. And Joseph, her husband, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her, planned to send her away secretly. But when he had considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, Behold, the virgin shall be with child, and shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated means God with us. And Joseph awoke from his sleep, and did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and took Mary as his wife, but kept her a virgin until she gave birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus.
And that is the reading for today. Until next time, keep meditating on the Word of God.